Hey, Kaden. Yes, mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. <laughs> you know, God knew who he was creating when he created me, and the same is true for you. And I think once we get to the point where we refuse to do anything but be ourselves, like, where do you want to live? Where do you want to work? Do you even want to work or do you want to have your own business? We must persevere. Now, faith to me is the most vital part of our strengthening process. We must believe in the process. We must believe in our ability to complete the process. And we must believe in the one who orchestrates the process. I hate to break it to you, but we're all called to help and inspire someone. If you have children, guess what? They're watching you. If you have family members or friends, friends, guess what? They're watching you <laughs> and they are either going to be inspired to fail or succeed. Hey there, this is Diathea Garns, the impact coach, and you are listening to the She's About Business show where we are impacting lives and inspiring change. Let's get started with the show. Hey there, this is Daithia Garns, and the sponsor for today's show is the Thor Email Coaching Program brought to you by yours truly. The whole reason that I started the She's About Business show and She's About Business Inc. was because of my commitment to living not just a better life, but my very best life. And I want to help others do the same. As a life coach, I'm also committed to the same cause. And that is why I created the SOAR email coaching program. If you're looking for an easy way to take advantage of a coaching program from an experienced certified coach, but you're not quite ready to fully commit to more expensive long-term programs, the SOAR program is perfect for you. It's a four-step program that will be delivered directly to your email inbox with guided strategies and steps to help you become more aware of your hangups, move past them and soar to new heights. And on top of that, you're going to be four steps closer to living your very best life. Visit she'saboutbusiness.com to sign up for the program and take advantage of a 15% discount by using the discount code SAB. All right, and this is episode 13 of the She's About Business show, aka the Sab show. Again, giving glory to God today for all that he's doing with the show and my life and hopefully in the lives of all of you, my fabulous listeners. Thank you again to all of you, my fabulous sisters and my fabulous fellas for tuning in and supporting me and the show on the various platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Podomatic, Podbean, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, YouTube. I hope I didn't miss anything. It's like that list just keeps growing and I'm so very thankful for that. Also, don't forget that if you want to support the show and make sure that I'm able to continue to bring you the very best content that I can bring you, you can become a member at she'saboutbusiness.com and get exclusive content not found anywhere else. Also, you can find the show with very special, again, not found anywhere but on the TV show. You can find that on the Binge Network. So just look for the She's About Business show and start watching today. And now after all the hard work that I went through to make this happen, I cannot forget to remind you guys that you can now ask Alexa to play the SAB show. For all of you Alexa users, just say Alexa, play the SAB show 
to listen to all episodes of the show. As always, stay tuned for other great updates and announcements coming up on each show. So our topic for this episode is don't allow what you've lost to define who you are. I think a lot of people, you know, who suffer many losses over the course of their lives, they can begin to, you know, associate actually who they are with those losses. Loss is the state or feeling of grief when deprived of someone or something of value. When we feel as if we've lost something, the natural response is to grieve. Some of the synonyms for the word grieve are mourn, lament, be mournful, be sorrowful, sorrow, be sad, sadness, uh, miserable, cry, shed tears, suffer. You get the picture. (laughs) So even though grieving is a very natural response and it's often a necessary step in moving on, it's never usually a positive process. There's not one of those words that were positive that's associated with the word grieve. One could argue that the word healing should be associated with the word grieve since, you know, when we're coping with loss and it's done properly, healing should be the outcome. But the bottom line is that we only grieve when we feel as if we've lost something, whether it's a relationship a position of status, a job, a possession, or even a state of being, we only grieve it when we perceive that we've lost it or we fear that we're going to lose it. During this very natural process of grieving, the most unfortunate thing is that many people become so caught up in the process that, like I said before, they begin to associate the thing they've lost with who they are. So, for example, a woman who lost a marriage to divorce begins to identify herself as a divorcee. And many of the decisions that she makes from that point on are based on that identity. You know, someone who lost their husband or wife to death identifies themselves as a widow or a widower, and they make decisions based on that identity. I remember going through a period when after being laid off from you know, a few very high paying jobs over the course of a few years, you know, where I began to question everything positive that I had ever thought about my ability to be successful. I started to identify myself as a laid off single mother, you know, and because of that, I went through a period of depression. You know, I felt like what was on the inside of me, which was a very successful woman, wasn't what was showing up in my life. And I think there's almost a sense of, you know, wanting things in our lives to match up where it's like we want what's manifesting in our lives. You know, even if, you know, it's something negative or it's a loss, we want what we're seeing to match our identity or how we feel, think and see ourselves on the inside, because, you know, that's the only way that things make sense. Right. If what we're seeing matches what we feel on the inside, And it's like, okay, everything's right with the world. (laughs) You know, I'm seeing what I'm feeling. So it matches. And so in that way, it's like our losses can begin to define who we believe that we are because the loss is what we see. This is also in part because of the tendency of other people to, you know, try to identify us with labels that fit into their understanding. For years, people have said that I was too deep too expressive, too sensitive, too empathetic, 
too nice, too understanding, too soft, or, you know, too honest about how I feel and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And often, you know, these are the very same people who I've like cracked up laughing with and had amazing, interesting and fun conversations. But they turn right around, you know, even though they've seen me, you know, in my goofy, you know, fun state, you know, like being my goofy fun self at its very best, they still take the the thing that they feel like is the most negative or the worst thing. And that is what they use to define you, you know, especially if it gives them an excuse to talk about you or mistreat you in any way. It justifies their behavior. And unfortunately, that's just the nature of some people. Right. But because of all the definitions from other people, I almost missed the truth in it all. Right. The truth is that, you know, I have lost a lot. You know, I've lost a lot of things and a lot of people, you know, and these are things and people that I wanted in my life that I cared about and I loved. And I am someone who is very sensitive, who thinks deeply, who loves deeply and who isn't afraid of talking about the darkness. Right. Who actually learned from the darkness. And then I try to share it with other people. I am someone who's willing to say when I'm hurting and willing to say, hey, listen, you know, you're hurting me. And I or to say I need help and to be honest, regardless of what anyone else thinks, all of my losses don't define me. All of those things don't define me. Because I'm I'm more than just that. Like I said, I can be the goofiest, funniest person you ever want to meet. But the truth is, is that all of these things put together is actually what makes me who I am. It makes me be able to do what I'm doing. It makes me be able to love people who mistreat me. I've had so many people that I thought were like ride or die. You know, my best friends, my closest relatives, my closest friends just walk away. You know, at some points, it's like if you're going through a loss or if you're grieving, some people don't have the capacity to stay there with you and watch you go through that. It's almost like they look at that as a weakness, right? Even though they go through their own stuff. But especially when you're a very strong person, it's like some people around you can't take it when you suffer a loss, especially if it's something they don't understand. So I've had people walk out of my life at my lowest points, people that I thought would never leave and people that I had been to the end of the road and back with. You know, Um, I've had people that I've loved genuinely and deeply, you know, just do the foulest things and walk away. And I'm sure you guys have felt similar things, you know. And I think that for me, understanding that none of that defines who I am, but understanding that these are the things that have helped me realize that if happiness is learning from those things and if happiness is grieving but not becoming grief and if happiness is using all of the things that I've lost to catapult me into, you know, all the things that I can possibly gain in a life or if happiness is living a life where I can listen to that inner part of myself that's connected to God and be willing to listen to what he's saying and you know, share it when he tells me to, like I'm doing now. If happiness is living a life where I can keep my values and live a life that I truly believe I'm meant to live, then I'm not doing so bad. I'm actually one of the happiest people that I know, (laughs) to be honest, because very few people are able to tap into 
you know, everything they've lost and, and see where it's brought them to. And very few people are able to actually get to a point where they feel like they're actually living out their purpose and everything that God has called for them to do. They're actually walking in that. And I honestly believe that had it not been for my losses, had it not been for my grieving, had it not been for the pain, I would have never got to that place. You're never going to get to where God called you to be if everything is all peachy and great in your life. And anyone who I've had some people who try to, you know, make you feel bad or they tried to make me feel bad about everything I've been through. Like, oh, my God, you know, if I went through half of that, I would not be able to take it. And it's like, yeah, I know. And that is why you're not really accomplishing anything in your life. You want everything to be so easy. I mean, we all want things to be a bit easier. We hate going through strife and and loss and having to grieve. But those things bring forth purpose in your life. Does that make sense? I know it makes sense to you guys, right? You've experienced that, right? (laughs) And, you know, going back to the whole categorizing people, you know, that other people do. And I guess we probably do it to other people as well. But that's that's really a natural thing. We categorize other people and we even do that to ourselves. And it's, I guess, a part of being human. Right. We have to accept that. But the biggest problem with categorizing yourself and others with labels based on, you know, all that you've lost or all the negative things that have happened to you is that it doesn't take into account all the good things or it doesn't take into account all the positive things that have come from the loss. You know, it doesn't take into account all the times when we don't actually conform to those categories or definitions. You know, it doesn't take into account all the things that we gain from our losses, all the lessons that we learn. If you've lost a lot of people in your life, like I have, you know, maybe you're someone who suffered from a lot of broken relationships. It would be very easy to look at that and define yourself as someone who can't maintain a relationship or someone who is rejected or broken. But what if you could see it all differently? What if you could see it the way that God sees it? What if you took the same process that I spoke about earlier of trying to match what's manifesting in your life to what's going on with you internally and you sought to change your thinking on that matter? What if you looked at it You know, and you looked at all that you've lost, every relationship, and you learned from it. You talk about it with someone capable of helping helping you work through it. You know, you take each occurrence and you work to overcome the negative feelings, thoughts, and beliefs. And you replace them with positive feelings, thoughts, and beliefs. And you end up with a more positive self-image. So that way, you know, you begin to think differently on the inside. Right. You're thinking more positive on the inside about everything you've been through. It only makes sense that you would then begin to manifest more positive things on the outside. So you're going to start manifesting more positive things in your life. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It doesn't say as a man has lost in his life, so is he. Right. So it's not what you've lost, but it's how you think about what you've lost that matters. It's not that you have grieved, but it's how you think about your grief that matters. Sometimes we lose things in people due to our own negligence, right, or mistreatment. If we go around neglecting people 
and just not taking care of all the things that we love to the best of our ability, we're going to lose some things, right? But even then, it doesn't have to define who you are unless that's just who you want to be, right? Even if you have moments when, you know, you acted like a jerk or something even worse than that that I can't say right now, (laughs) it doesn't mean that you are a jerk unless you choose to stay there, right? And to anyone who's going through a loss or, you know, to those who, you know, like me and like most of us have suffered the loss of something or someone that we love in the past, things may look and feel as if they're out of control. But regardless of appearances, if you have confidence in God's ability to redeem and your ability to believe and receive his redemption, it will produce positive results in your life. If you've suffered pain or loss at the hands of someone else, you may feel justified in being angry. You know, I know there have been times where it's like I've actually said it, said it out loud, like in my prayers, like I have a reason to be angry. You know, I clearly can see what this person has done. You know, I clearly see that an injustice has taken place and I've been on a negative end of that. So I have a right to be angry and I want to do something about it. You know, they hurt me, so I want to hurt them. I think we've all felt that way at some point. If you've suffered pain or loss, you know, and you're feeling you're feeling like you're having a hard time getting over it. You know, I just want to encourage you today to remember that you have another option. You know, I believe that all anger can be traced back to the perception of having lost something or like I said before, the fear of losing something. But you have to remain patient and remember that no matter how justified you may feel in acting out in anger or malice towards someone who has hurt you. Our understanding of justice is not the same as God's understanding. He doesn't see things the way that we see it. And even when, you know, we feel like we are justified in being angry, unless it's a righteous anger, the kind of anger that God has, you know, it's honestly never justified. We are to leave vengeance and judgment up to God and trust that at the end of the day, he will absolutely advocate. For his children, he will defend you and he will see that all of your needs are met and your losses will be recovered. Trust me. And I'm talking to myself as well. You know, our losses will be recovered, but this can only happen if we have the right mindset about them. This can only happen if we're willing to forgive, let bygones be bygones and move on and learn from the losses not allowing them to become our identity. You know, I've heard people, you know, tell their stories about how people have broken their hearts and you can just see the pain and you can just see that they have taken on this victim identity. You know, and when you take on a victim identity, it's hard to be anything but a victim. You can't be a victim and a victor at the same time. You can't get to your victory and live your very best life being a victim. 
right? So whatever you've lost, you know, I know it hurt, but it's okay. It does not mean that that's your identity. You're not broken. You're not rejected. And, you know, I always tell people to remember that so many times when people reject us, that's actually God protecting us. You know, (laughs) when I got that revelation, like, oh, my goodness, had I gotten the relationship that I thought that I wanted, there's no telling what I would have gone through. There's no telling all of the things that God may have saved me from because this person rejected me. Some of the people who walked away at your lowest times, maybe they would have done so much damage had you taken them along with you. And, you know, when you got to your place of victory, they could have been the very thing that destroyed it all. You just don't know. But you have to just trust and know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So if someone is rejecting you, you know, and you are a person who's working to be the very best person that you can be. If someone's rejected you and you just can't figure out why you don't know what you've done or maybe you've lost a job and you just feel like it's so unfair and you feel totally rejected, you know, change your way of thinking about that thing and just understand that maybe God was trying to give you something better. Maybe he was trying to protect you for something worse that was coming. And I've had that situation happen to me so many times and I can look back on it and I see that, you know, someone else who maybe stepped into the position that I was in, be it in a relationship or at a place of employment or whatever, they end up going through chaos. And I'm thinking, wow, I was really hurt when I lost that. But now I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I did. So, you know, I'm just encouraging you today to understand that grieving a loss is only a way to heal from that loss and to be transformed into someone much better off than you were before the loss. I love you guys. And as you know, I always say, I absolutely want what's best for you. I want what's best for myself. And, you know, the episodes and the topics that I pick are all to kind of help us just you know, take take little steps each week and pick apart some of these negative things that have been accumulating in our lives for so many years. So I hope that this show has been a blessing to you. I hope that it's made you think about some things. I hope that it's made you think about all the things that you've lost, maybe some things that you're holding grudges about because you feel like somebody took something from you or hurt you in some kind of way, you know, and it's maybe made you put a wall up. Um, and you have identified yourself as someone who is just going to get hurt again or someone who's always getting hurt. So you have a wall up and you don't want to let anyone in. You don't want to try again. You don't want to open up your heart. I'm just encouraging you today to work on, you know, going through your grieving process, allowing yourself to be healed and transformed into someone who understands that they can open their heart up and it, that if a loss happens again, They can overcome it and they can still move on and they will ultimately get to the place in their life where God has called for them to be. No one can stop you from getting there but you. All right. (laughs) I'm going to stop right there before I start to ramble. Y'all know how I am at this point. (laughs) But that's the end of the show for this week. I want to thank you once again so much for all the support. 
that you guys have been giving for me and for the show. Don't forget to leave a rating or review on the platform of your choice. That's so important to me, guys. And, you know, um, just looking at even on iTunes, like having I think I'm up to um, 15 reviews um, or 15 ratings. And that's just amazing. Like I've seen some shows who have been on for years and don't have that many. So I want to thank you guys for that. I want to definitely thank you guys for that. And I'm going to continue to give shout outs to the people who um, leave reviews and send me messages and things like that. So if you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, you know, all of the ones that you can leave reviews on, which I think is all of them, please don't forget to review and share the show. And if you're listening on YouTube on the She's About Business channel, please subscribe, share and like. And until next time, let's work at being about the business of living our very best lives. And remember that we are on this journey together. I love you guys. The She's About Business show is directed and hosted by Dayithia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Gas Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.